I just look at life and I think, well, I've got one shot at this. And I think I owe it to myself and everybody around me to make the most of it. So, yeah, I, I give it my all and work hard every day and just keep trucking away. I'm Dr. Mark Rowe and welcome to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. As a family physician, my expertise is supporting people in the areas of positive health and lifestyle medicine. Join me in conversations that share life lessons, health habits and leadership practices, focusing on positive psychology, lifestyle medicine and ways that enable you to live with more vitality on purpose. Appreciating that when it comes to your vitality, that everything is so interconnected. Episodes will air weekly and you can find me wherever you listen to your podcasts. And of course, on my website, drmarkrow.com. Dylan Morn has experienced many ups and downs in his career to date as a professional boxer. What I admire about Dylan is his commitment to the journey, the daily effort to work to be the best possible version of him. Listen to our conversation and learn about resilience, gratitude, the university of life, and to never stop learning and growing. If you're a leader who recognizes, particularly since COVID-19, that living with vitality and building a more resilient mind matter now more than ever for you and your team, then this podcast is for you. For further details, visit drmarkrow.com. So Dylan, I'm delighted to have you here today on the doctor's chair. And of course, many people listening to this won't necessarily know a lot about boxing. How has the pandemic affected your world? Yeah, like many people affected by it, Mark, I have been myself. Um, when it all began, I had been living in Germany, Liechtenstein, actually. Mm-hmm. I had got myself into an amazing contract over there and thought, this is it. I've made it, you know, mm-hmm. I've ever, I've ever dreamed of. And next night, the world went into pandemic. And because of that, the company that I'd been signed with, they went bust. So mm-hmm. I went from being on top of the world to being back home in my old bedroom, starting from scratch again. I remember coming home and they're down and out over it. And my perspective on it was when I seen the damage the pandemic had done worldwide, I realized I didn't really have much to be complaining about. So I just got on with it. Mm. And I think that that's a great attitude, Dylan. And it must have been difficult, though, dealing with that one minute you're on top of the world and the next minute you're dealing with sort of a major setback. But it sounds like you had the perspective to really see the big picture, as it were. Yeah, I think it's all about perspective and the matter being I had been through situations like that before. So it wasn't the first time I was able to deal with it, process it. Yeah, it wasn't new to me. And I knew it was just another part of my story. It's another struggle. And it's another part of going through where I want to get. So yeah, I took it on the chin as like everybody, I was down and out for a week or two as you would be. But before I knew it, I was back in the gym and got the ball rolling again. That's fantastic. Now, I know you've spent time in camp with the notorious Conor McGregor. What was that like for you as, as a learning experience, Dylan? For me, you know, being an athlete, anybody, I think looking at Conor McGregor, I think he's the Michael Jordan of this generation. And for me to end up in camp with him, it was special. It was an experience I won't mm-hmm. forget. Um, and it's something that I'm proud of. Sure. I think I've gone through all my career and no matter how many fights I won or what I achieved or where I ended up in boxing, I've always just taken it in my stride. I've never really paid any attention to it. It was just another day at the office. But 11 weeks that I'd been with Connor. There was a plenty of moments there where I had to stop and just take a deep breath and wonder how have I ended up here? And I was taken back by it. And like I said, it's definitely a moment I was proud of. It's the first time I ever like give myself a pat on the back and realized where 
all my hard work has ended me up. And that was in Dubai training with Conor McGregor for one of his biggest fights. And my view on it was Conor could have had anybody in the world mm. as a chief sparring partner. And here I was, a kid from Waterford, you know, and that me being there and that happening for me has me optimistic about the future. Now I believe that just anything can happen. Absolutely, Dylan, and rightly so. What did you learn most from that experience in those 11 weeks? Seeing how it works at that level, Connor is elite level, and seeing the work that was put in, the training schedule, how it was run, the team that you need to have around you, mm-hmm. and how many cogs there is to make the wheel go around. And he isn't on his own. He's got an amazing team around you, which I think is very important. And yeah, I'm like a sponge when it comes to stuff like that. I'm always looking to learn. I'm always looking to take mm-hmm. notes see how things are done differently. I know I have my own ways, but there's plenty of more ways and you have to be open to that. And I took as much as I could from it. Every day I was trying to learn and I learned loads, mainly seeing how much work has to be put in to get to and stay at that level. Well, I love that philosophy of never stop learning, never stop growing. It really is the essence of what we call the growth mindset. And I think it really is key to sustainable success, Dylan, in life. The other thing I think about you is I think about this word grit. There is a woman called Angela Duckworth in Pennsylvania, and she talks about having this sense of gritty persistence. And I believe success is less about talent and more about guts and graft and gritty persistence. When I think of persistence and grit, I really think of you. Would you agree that you are a very gritty, very, very resilient, never say die kind of person? Yeah, for sure. I think it's my main attribute. My attitude is these guys can be better than me. They can be more talented than me, but they're not going to work harder than me and they Mm. won't put up with as much as I've put up with. And Mm. I think that's why I am where I am today. Growing up, I know many guys that were just as good as me in the boxing ring, but I stuck at it. I took the good with the bad, the good days and bad days and stuck through them all and persevered. I kept showing up and I've took more knocks than anybody. And that's why stuff like the training camp with Conor McGregor all falls into place. Right? Them things don't just come around for nothing. Mm-hmm. They come around, you, what you put in, you get back. And I believe in that. And I've been putting it in for years. And I'm finally getting my turn a good look. Yeah, and I, I mean, I've got really got the height of respect for you, Dylan, as a young man who's really committed to be the best version of you that you can be. And I do know also, Dylan, you have had some dark days in the past and when you've had struggles with your mental health, would you like to share that with our listeners? I think they could learn a lot from it. Yeah, for sure. Just like anybody, they come in my teenage years. I think them years is a confusing time for everybody. Mm -hmm. I had lived a life of such regiment and training. I remember just thinking that the life all my friends was living was a lot better. And I found out that the grass isn't always greener. Mm -hmm. And I went, I experienced that life. I turned my back on sport for a while And I paid the price. I was on a path of self-destruction, ended myself up in a position that I never thought I would be in. But, you know, hindsight is a great thing. Looking back now, it was at that moment and them struggles and that time in my life that I became aware of the power of mind, the power of thought, the power of affirmations, being positive. And I remember at that time watching videos, podcasts, just educating myself on the power of mind. And I gathered some tools back then that I still use today. And I remember practicing those tools and slowly but surely things were starting to happen for me. So then I believed in it. And I honestly believe that that time in my life, them struggles were the foundation of what I've Mm. gone on to do today. Well, I think you're absolutely right. You know, there can be no happiness, as the Buddhist philosophers say, without without suffering and without struggle. And could you share with our listeners the, the tools that you found most helpful in your journey to becoming who you are today? Yeah, so just... 
the main one was affirmations. So I wake up every morning, I say, I'm positive, I'm happy, I'm thankful, I'm grateful. I remind myself of everything that I have in life. Little things that people take for granted that they go unnoticed. Mm. When you start appreciating them, I think life becomes more fulfilled. You become more at peace with life. For a long time, I was living life in the fast lane. Mm. And lately, and in the future, lately I've been trying to practice just living in the now. Mm. You know, it used to happen to me in boxing. I would get a fight date in eight weeks, nine weeks time. And every day I would be just living for that date. And the days were going by, you know, when in reality, all we have is now, you know, we don't have the future. So I've been practicing sitting down every day and just, just living in the moment, taking a couple of deep breaths, reminding myself of what I'm grateful for, the opportunities that I have in the position that I'm in. And yeah, I think it's, it's a great skill and it's a great tool that people should use. And I would highly recommend people educate themselves on the power of the mind, you know, make it work for you and not against you. Well, I think you've articulated that so well, Dylan. I think mindful presence, choosing to allow yourself to be fully present wherever you are when you're there is a gift to you and everybody else in your life. And, and I really love how you value gratitude and appreciation, because for me, I believe gratitude really is a foundation stone to being more present in your life, to feeling more fulfilled. And as you said beautifully there, to being more at peace, because I think inner peace is one of the greatest gifts any of us can experience our own peace of mind yeah for sure it's a very important part of life being at peace like i said i look back and i'm only 26 so Mm -hmm. it's only a few years ago living life in the fast lane you can get caught up in so many things i remember you know i thought money brought happiness i thought fame brought happiness i thought materialistic things would bring happiness and as you were older you realize that it it doesn't you know the smaller things matter the real important things in life when you sit down and have a think about it they'll become apparent to you and they've become apparent to me, you know, I'm very easily made happy nowadays. I appreciate waking up in the morning. I appreciate going to the gym, training, going for a morning walk and coffee. The little things that I used to take for granted and were always going noticed now mean more to me than anything. Mm, absolutely. I mean, I'm just reflecting here in real time that for a young man and at 26, you are still so young. You are so evolved. You've learned so much in your short years you really have learned from your experiences you've grown a lot as a person Dylan yeah for sure and I think I've had no other choice but to I think when when you strive for more in life it becomes difficult and as soon as you put yourself out there you say this is what I want and this is how I'm going to do it and you put yourself in the public eye you leave yourself open to criticism failure loss that's a hard thing to do and as all that happens you have to come through it you have to bounce back so I've had to do that so many times had a lot of setbacks a lot of losses and uh yeah I, be- I just keep bouncing back and from them bounce backs you grow as a person physically and and mindfully and of course that isn't something that always happens i mean i think in a way nearly you're, you're kind of putting yourself down in terms of all the self-development work that you've done because you know many people do self-sabotage their own best efforts in life and go on the wrong track in terms of drink or drugs but they don't come back or, or, or they don't grow from it. To have the courage to accept the reality of where you are and the courage to commit to, as you said, building those mindful practices to appreciate what you have in your life, to build that inner sense of resilience and, and peaceful contentment. That is courage, Dylan, and you're demonstrating that through your daily actions and your daily commitment to be the best version of Dylan in the world and also to your own well-being. Yeah, well, this is it, being the best version of Dylan. You know, I look at life and I think, oh, I've got one shot at this and, mm. and time waits for nobody. Mm. And I owe it all to boxing. I owe it all to sport. 
I can't remember a day that boxing wasn't part of my life. From my earliest memories, it's been boxing. So it's part of me. It's who I am. And I want to be the best I can be in boxing. And, you know, the imagination is a great thing. Every day I imagine where this could end up, where hard work could take me, where this resilience and courage could take me. And that's what motivates me. I run every day and I have my headphones on, but they're turned off. I just have them on and I'm, I'm envisioning these things. I'm picturing myself lifting belts. I'm right. picturing the moment, the emotions, getting out of the ring, hugging my mother, hugging my father. I finally got there. You know, I envision all them things and that's what motivates me. And like I said, I just look at life and I think, well, I've got one shot at this. And I think I owe it to myself and everybody around me to make the most of it. So yeah, I, I give it my all and work hard every day and just keep trucking away. I think that's great. And, I, and my also my reflection is that success is a journey more than the destination. Yes, it will be fantastic when your dreams come true in the future. But I think the real essence of success is your daily commitment to be your best self, your daily commitment to the practice, to the graft, to the training, to putting in the long hours. That's it really, isn't it? The essence of success is, is, is the journey. Yeah, it's the process for sure. My story so far, like we said, I'm only 26 years of age and I've been through so much, mm. so many ups and downs, uh, more so than I'd like, but it's the story and there's more of them to come. You know, the reality of it is that my career hasn't even started yet. Yes. I'm just about to get going. Yeah. I'm on the verge of the big ones and yeah, I'm sure I'll have many more bad days as I will good. And when you're aware of that, when you understand that life isn't fair, that it will go wrong, that you will lose, that you will be knocked back, that people will have a bad opinion of you. When you understand that and you're aware of it, when it happens, it isn't so bad. So I know that's what I'm heading into. I know that's the process of getting to where I want to be, to becoming who I want to be. I'm going to lose. I'm going to have failures. I'm going to have knockbacks and setbacks. And then when they happen, it isn't such a shell shock. So mm. I was reading about Muhammad Ali last night, Dylan, and he once said about boxing, it's just a job. Grass grows, birds fly, waves pound the sand. I beat people up. But for me, Dylan, knowing you as I do, it seems that boxing is more a passion than a job. Would I be right in saying that, that you're so passionate about it? Yeah, well, I'm lucky in the sense that it's my job also. But yes. passion is, is where it comes into play. I'm very, very passionate about mm. it. Boxing is part of me. I couldn't picture life without it. I've, I've never had life without it. Like I said, from my earliest memories, it's been a part of my life. And it's something that I'm very grateful for. You know, I've lived the dream. I've lived the childhood dream. And if boxing was to end for me today, for whatever reason, I'd be very, very happy. I've outdone my dreams. I've done stuff I never thought was possible, like the, 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 the Conor McGregor. So, yeah, I've lived the dream. I remember being young and I lived in the countryside with my parents. And laptops were only after coming about at the time. Yeah. And I remember messing around on the laptop and I was on Facebook. And... Uh, I seen this fighter in England, Anthony Crawler. And you know, when you're young, you have that childhood moment where you want to be a fireman or you want to be a policeman. Mm. And I seen him post a picture on a beach in Thailand and he said, just done an eight-week camp, won my fight, now I'm on holidays. And that idea of, of a lifestyle bought me that day. I was sold. I'll never forget it. I can remember it like yesterday. And I just went after that, that dream, that idea. And that's been mm. my life ever since. And it's funny how it ended up, this guy that I looked at on a laptop, out in Kilmac Thomas, I ended up becoming good friends with in Manchester yes. and telling them the story, yeah. you know, and that's been my life since then. So yeah, I had this idea that I wanted, I went after it and, and now it's real and I'm looking forward to many more years of it. And if I was to say to you, Dylan, if, if you could have a conversation today with 10 year old Dylan Moran, looking back now, what might you say to him? 
Yeah, that's a good question. Just stick with it. Believe in it. It's mm. going to happen for your kid. Do you know what I mean? Keep doing your thing. Keep showing up and it's all going to be worth it. I remember them years. The boxing isn't easy. You know, mm. life isn't easy. No, nothing's it, easy. It, no, nothing's easy for sure. And I remember all the doubts and the questions, well, I'm a waste of my time. Why am I doing this? And you have to overcome that and reassure yourself. So if I could see a 10-year-old self, I just wink at him and say, oh, it's going to pay off. <laughs> you know. And looking forward, Dylan, say three years from now, let's say it's 2024, it's something we talk about a lot in, in positive health and, and psychology is this idea of the best possible future self. In other words, if in three years time, everything you come to pass, everything that you work hard towards, if everything comes to pass and works out just the way you want it, what would that 2024 version of Dylan look like? You're the best possible version of you. In terms of boxing, by 2024, mm -hmm. I would like to be in contention for a world title. I would like to have my own gym opened. Mm -hmm. People ask me, what do I want at the end of boxing? And for me, it's just to have a great career, be the best I can be in terms of my career, and then open a gym and just retire to teaching. You know, I have a passion for teaching, mm. pass on what knowledge I've gained, and teach kids coming through and guide them in a way that I wish I had been guided. You know, the little bits of information that I missed out on, the do's and don'ts, and yeah, just pass that on. I enjoy teaching. You know, I don't go through this boxing thinking that I'm going to retire a millionaire with Lamborghinis. That's not living in the real world. But living in the real world for me is retire with a gym, have a good class of students and pass on what I've gathered over the years. Fantastic. Well, I can really see all that coming to pass for you, Dylan, because you seem to be such a great role model in terms of your daily actions. I mean, I really believe in life. Actions speak louder than words. Talk is very cheap at times. But it's actually, what does somebody do? What does somebody value? That says so much more about the person, doesn't it really? Yeah, for sure. Action speaks louder than words. That is something that means a lot to me. Talk is very cheap, I've heard. Mm. Watch what someone does, not what they say. Yes. You know, it's so true. And I post quotes all the time because I mm. believe in them. Yeah. And I post them, but then I go to the gym. Yes. You know, the action part comes yes. straight away after. And if you want to lose weight, if you want that diet, you can't just tell yourself you're going to lose weight and then not go to the gym. Mm -hmm. it, do it doesn't work like that. Like they say, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. To get whatever you want in life, like I said, when you strive for more, it becomes difficult. It's a hard process and action is the main ingredient. So unless you act on it, it isn't happening. And do you ever find it hard to go to the gym? I mean, I know it's your job and it's your passion, but many people I meet as a doctor, you know, they have times when they don't feel motivated and they don't feel they've got the energy or they don't feel they've the, you know, the time or whatever, all the excuses come out. But for you, I'm just curious, do you have those human frailties that everyone else does? Are you like a machine? <laughs> no, Mark, I'm certainly not a machine. And I'm glad you asked this. You know, so many people say to me on a daily basis, oh, how, do you, how do you stay disciplined? How do you go to the gym yeah. so much? How do you do this? How do you do that? And from the outside looking in, it looks easy, but it isn't. Mm. I go through the same emotions they go through. Mm. You know, I'm human. The same mm. as everybody else that they look up to that's successful or whatever, in whatever area of life, they go through the same emotions, the same struggles, the same feelings. Most of the time, I don't want to go to the gym. More bad days than good. That's life. That's the reality of it. You can't skip that. There's no cutting corners, you know, but I just know the benefit of grabbing my bag and pushing through that and going to the gym, you know, and I know that bad days is a part of the process. Fantastic. And for our listeners, Dylan, could you give three take-homes, if you were to give three bits of wisdom that Dylan has learned over the years for building a, you know, a bulletproof mindset or a resilient mind or to, you know, to strengthen 
your mind and, and, and how you see things. What three things might you tell our listeners? Yeah, for a powerful mind, a resilient mind. Becoming resilient to me, I think is, and this is just my opinion of it, it's a learning on the job skill. Mm. You need to put yourself out there. You need to experience loss, experience failure, mm-hmm. experience criticism, and then bounce back from it. Mm-hmm. I don't think you can develop a resilient mind being locked away from life, wrapped in cotton wool. It doesn't work like that. Like I said, it's a learning on the job. When I look back on it, I was becoming resilient at a young age, even when I was unaware of what resilient meant. I've been in competition since I'm 11 and I've dealt with losses back then and I've been bouncing back from since back then for many years now. So my resilience has been built from a very young age, but I think it's a learning on the job skill. I think it's a very important part of life. Like we spend our whole lives bouncing back. You know, life is unpredictable. It's unorthodox and just Mm -hmm. by nature, that's life and it's never going to change. So we always need to be in a position where we're able to bounce back and it's resilience that does that. So take loss, welcome it, experience it and learn from it. Failure, take people's criticisms. Mm -hmm. You know, once you learn from them, they're not that bad. Yes. So, you know, learning by doing, as you said, learning from your experiences and learning from your setbacks and inevitable disappointments that we all have in life. What else for for a resilient mind? Also practice. I I like listening to other people. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've got my own ways, but that's not the only way. Go Like YouTube is there. It's one of the best teachers in the world. You can get information from people all over the world. Some of the best teachers, some of the best speakers. Listen to them. Mm -hmm. Not everything they say will be for you, but some of the videos, little things will click and you take them with you and you use them and you practice them every day. I think the path that we're going in life, it's found in what we do every day consistently. The little things. Yeah, but the power of the mind is crazy and I would highly recommend for people we've all got it we all have it some people decide to go and educate themselves on it others don't and i would highly advise people to just look into it pay some attention to it and like i said make the mind work for you and not against you yes so as you said to never stop learning and as you said there is so many great sources of wisdom in the world now and for me personally i mean i love the idea of learning from the old philosophers those timeless truths that never grow old really the simple important things in life and one third message for our listeners in terms of building a resilient mind just to touch on the the learning i think mark the day you think you know it all is Mm. the day you start to lose yes for sure i i never think that i know enough now or i've got it all figured out it doesn't work like that you'll never have it all figured out and you're not supposed to have it all figured out you know like i said be like a sponge soak it all up just my take for the third one on the resilient mind, like I said, for number one, I think you just have to put yourself out there. Yes. Don't don't fear being knocked back. Don't be afraid of it. Welcome it. Understand that it's part of life. It's going to happen. You can't yes. avoid it. It's it's impossible to avoid it. It happens. Yeah. Put yourself in that situation. Deal with it. Process it. Learn from it. And before you know it, resilience start to build. Absolutely. I think that that, that is really well put, Dylan in terms of, you know, life experiences, never stop learning. And as you said, be like a sponge, have the growth mindset and a beginner's mind of continuous learning and improvement. And finally, Dylan, what for you is the meaning of life? I think that that's a great question. Reason being, the answer differs for everyone. And it's one that I'd be interested to hear feedback on from people. But if I'm being honest with you, Mark, at the moment, I haven't got a clue. I'm sure as life goes by, and more experiences happen. And as I grow older, I'm sure it will click someday and it'll become apparent to me what this was all about, what we went through it all for, what actually matters. But as for now, I'm still in the middle of trying to figure it all out. So 
in years to come when the hat drops, I'll gladly pick up the phone and we can pick up where we left off on that question. That'd be tremendous. And I, I think, Dylan, don't underestimate that many people are still trying to figure it all out who are much, much older than you. And I think life is a journey of learning and exploration. And But I, I really believe living your values is, is, is really important. And it's clear from our conversation today that you are an active living demonstration of your values. And I want to say, Dylan, it's been such a pleasure to have you on the podcast. I want you to keep leading, keep inspiring, keep doing your thing, as they'd say, inside and outside the ring. And I know on behalf of many people, I want to wish you every possible ongoing success in your journey to continue to be the best version of Dylan. Thank you very much, Mark. I really appreciate that. And thank you for inviting me on today. It was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to my podcast, In the Doctor's Chair. For further resources to support you to live with more vitality, please visit my website, drmarkrow.com.